The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And I'm back. If you guys listened, Yay. I was gone last week. Finally back with your little uh, saying, because I'm not very good at what, what, what you normally say yeah. in the beginning. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, just uh, life got in the way for me last week, but that's all right, because uh, I didn't really have much to contribute to last week's episode anyway, since it was all about winter chill out and I didn't go. So it yeah. kind of worked out. And uh, well, I, did listen, yeah. I did listen oh. to the show. Um, I have about a 30-minute commute to work, so it took me a couple days of driving, but I got through it. <laughs> I was cool. going to say, hopefully you listened to the show and got caught up about, like, kind of like pretty much what Winter Chill Out was this year and, you yeah, know, kind of felt like you were there. Yeah, it definitely sounded like it was run differently this year than the past few years, mm-hmm. but, hey, that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, still kind of sad I missed out on it, but at the end of the day, now with me living over a 1,000 miles away, I'm not super keen on traveling in the middle of the winter to a park that's not open so um it used to be for me something i had to do every year and i think maybe now it's something i'll do every other year because i do miss seeing everybody um yeah but, yeah. yeah so that's my little and next next year's might be a big deal if you're yeah. catching my drift. i mean yeah that's <laughs> drags to reimagine they'll yeah. be yeah. kind of annou- at least hopefully announced by then and We'll yeah, be so, able to see what's going on. So yeah, hopefully I'll get to go next year. But yeah, like I said, you guys did an awesome job keeping the feed active for me. I really appreciate it. And let's just yeah. <laughs> uh, this is probably going to be a little bit of a longer episode because we have um, some news to talk about, and then both of you have your Florida trip recap to talk about. So mm-hmm. let's roll right into it with our first news story, which was the Cedar Fair earnings call that happened recently. Uh, Karsten, yeah. you want to go into that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, just just a little bit, like of little little uh, pick here and very, pick very here, little, there little. and everything. But yeah, so um, they had uh, a a great a great year. Um, it looks like it's gonna be the 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 Q four. Um, unless it's Q one, but I haven't seen anything that says Q Q one. So I believe that's probably no. It's like, Q four. It's Q. Is it Q four? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, Cedar Fair as a whole, which owns you know Cedar Point, you know. Kings Island, all the all the Cedar Fair parks, obviously, uh, they made one point eight billion dollars in uh, twenty twenty two, and that is like it's up one point three billion um, compared to uh, like twenty uh, two thousand twenty two thousand twenty one. I can't talk. Um, but then also they, they reflected on 2009 numbers and that's also still like 2019. (laughs) See, I can't talk. So sorry, Uh, which is, which is good. So they also had like, so they, they've reached their pre pandemic numbers and they're blowing the pre pandemic numbers out of the water. Like Mm -hmm. for instance, uh, the full wide chain attendance for 2022 was 26.9 million compared to 27.9 million in 2019 pre 
pandemic. So it's pretty much right there. It's pretty much right there. It's a little bit down from 2019, but I think probably because gas prices were like $5 and it's probably deterring Especially a lot of people. In parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but it's it's good. And because a couple of the parks had some, um, slightly shorter operating seasons this year, like Valley Fair and Great America. They cut out their haunt and were only open, um, yes. weren't open on Fridays. Also, there, there was a lot limited. They're also saying that the possibly the bigger effect in like the the overall attendance for Cedar Fair is Knott's Berry Farm when they put the policy in effect, um, talking about how they had to have the chaperones, um, the chaperones 21 and older for kids all that like, were 18 years or, or younger. A million of those missing guests are just. <laughs> it, it, the, there's a lot that were well, supposed to be at Knott's. <laughs> Kyle, you know, you know, knots. What is it? What is their demographic? Are they are they more teen based or are they more family based? Yeah. So knots. Honestly, it's kind of a mixed bag out there. It is kind of the like babysitter park in the area. I hate using that term, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the place where people will go and like drop their kids off for a day and then come and mm-hmm. pick them back up after work. Um, but at the same note, it's only like 10 minutes away from Disneyland. So you get a lot of families that are coming in and maybe they extend their trip or they get in and they only have a half day and they go to knots. So, um, looking for some thrill rides outside of Disney. Yeah. Their, their clientele is all over the place, but, um, for the most part, yeah, it's, it's a lot of like teens and younger adults. Um, they're actually, I think the only one in the chain right now still using the chaperone policy. If you guys remember that where wow. um yeah sat, and it's been refined a little bit since last we talked about it because it used to be uh every day and now it's just saturdays after i think five actually or i six think o'clock. i think I recently think they, they just dropped it did yeah they? i think they just dropped it okay few, like maybe a few weeks ago yeah but they did they didn't t- they didn't say it's gone forever they just said mm-hmm. we're we'll keep everybody kind of updated so but that'll see. it'll be interesting and then also a few a few little tidbits um that Cedar Fair reported that they sold 3.2 million season passes um, in the year of 2022. Uh, so that's, uh, I'd say that's really good news. I mean, if you think about a hundred, you know, if you have, you know, a um, hundred dollars season pass, just, mm-hmm. just a hundred dollar basic, no, no meal plan, no nothing. I mean, that's, that's a huge chunk of change right there. And then yeah. another thing is, is they talked about how, Cedar Fair is working on updating their current um, app. So the app will finally get updated in 2024 is what they were saying. So I'm curious to see if any of the parks, maybe test parks might roll out a new version Mm -hmm. of an app sometime. Maybe like towards the end of the year or something. Maybe, yeah, just to get, you know, some. Did they say what a new app is going to like, is it going to really focus on mobile ordering or? There, it seems like they're wanting to have like, everything integrated in in your phone they want to have where you you literally can probably order food check ride lines like kind of like what they have now your but, band is on your phone but it just sounds like it will be you won't have to rely because right now their current app like any of the any of the parks normal at least the ones that i've visited to is you click to like buy a ticket or something and then it'll actually open up like a web page on that yeah, app itself it's not in the app at all so it's not app driven and app built right. kind of thing. So I'm curious to see, you know, when this rolls out. So I'm excited about it. But it sounds like Cedar Fair had an, a a crazy crazy good year, and so yeah. 
it'll be interesting to see what what they do what they do next year so i think one of the big talking points coming out of the pandemic was um you know when we're going to see attendance numbers return to pre-pandemic levels mm-hmm. and i think going into the 2022 season a lot of dorks like us and you know not even just in the amusement industry but you know entertainment industry as a whole sports concerts whatever really anticipated 2022 would be the year that okay we're back we're going to be back back to the numbers before covid and it looks like that's pretty much the case at least in our our little niche world yeah so that's good yeah. that's good to hear yeah very sure. very very good news yeah, yeah. i think we were all worried about it even during the pandemic if if things would ever bounce back like oh god are people going to want to go to parks anymore yeah and we're good needless to say yeah yeah we saw the crowds this year for me <laughs> um you know normally I go to Cedar Point for an entire season, but you know, this year I only got to go until July. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, normally that first half of the season is it's, it's pretty, you know, dead. Like if you hit it on the right days, you know, both Cedar Point and Kings Island, you kind of have the run of the place, but it, it really seemed this year that every time I went, it was just packed, which it is, was steady. It was yeah. a good steady. Yeah. Which is really At good least, for the tourism industry. Yeah. At least to the point where it's like, okay, it's not, maybe it's not packed, but it's like, there's people here. And like, yeah, it's, it, it if was, if I were traveling, I'd want fast lane. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So for sure. That's good. And that's good for revenue for fast lane sales too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for future projects. So, you know, <laughs> was, was that a segue card? Yeah. Speaking of those future <laughs> projects, right? Future yeah. projects. Evan, do you have a little update um, on what's yeah, going on? I mean, I only bit. know as much as y- y'all can check from the webcam, but figured we'd mention it. Um, yeah. So obviously we had our big bit about the boardwalk from Winter Chill Out last show, but um, they've moved a lot even just since Winter Chill Out. Um, if you look at the webcam, you can see that the station's building is really coming along for Wild mm-hmm. Mouse. There's a building in front of Wild Mouse that I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. It looks like if you look at the concept art for the boardwalk, it's supposed to be an ice cream place, but I don't know. It there's a very almost complete building sitting right in front of Wild Mouse, and you could really see where um, Atomic Scrambler and Matterhorn are going to go in. Mm-hmm. And um, and then when you, moving over to the Grand Pavilion, you could really see. And this has even changed since yesterday when I looked. Um, the siding and the actual detail work, the finishing touches of the outside of the building are really really close to complete. Um, the whole right wing is done. the The lowest level of the left wing is done. So now they just have the the second floor of the left wing and the whole center to be complete. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see that done by the end of next week. So they're really booking along here. Yeah, um, yeah, it, for it's sure. Really getting down to the point where it's just detail work because Scrambler and Matterhorn, those will they could put those up in two days. They're basically yeah, carnival. Pretty, I mean, yeah, side. they just. They just need to, you know, pour the foundation, which they're, if you look on the in webcam the currently. of, it looks like. Yeah, you can see a giant, to. you can see a giant hole, you know, yeah. for both of those, those flat rides. And then you can also see they're, they're putting kind of the finishing touches almost around Wild Mouse. Like they're starting to put a nice wood fence. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Around the, around the outside of the perimeter. And now on the rendering, I remember seeing there was like a grass and like a walkway area over on the like one side on the beach side by the beach and stuff so i'm curious to see if they're that that's completely open if we could just walk around over there because that'll be a nice little cut through to go to mm-hmm. you know grand pavilion or you know a nice grassy area to hang out you know yeah yeah so it'll be they have little shows over there and stuff yeah it'll be um it'll be really interesting to to see what you know to see what see what happens but yeah. you know 
So. But at any rate, yeah, well, you could see that everything's moving along really well, and it's nice. It's good to see. So mm-hmm. in a couple, probably in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about seeing the Ferris wheel cars going back mm-hmm. on the. And then we'll also probably be talking about testing. Unfortunately, yeah. we have to wait for our coasters to test there, uh, Kyle, because, uh, you know, ours have to, you know, go to sleep and, <laughs> and get yeah. re- rebuilt and redone. And so, you know, you guys have that testing phase, but we are our, our rides down here. They do go down for seasonal maintenance. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we all have to Hagrid's wait for went that down sometime. two days after I was there. Yeah. And it was down for a full week. Oh, a yeah. whole week. I know. Right. Man. <laughs> you should have saw that line, though. That was crazy line for Velocicoaster when it went down that whole week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not only did, well, we'll get into it with the Florida trip, but not only did they shut down Hagrid's, they also implemented Express Pass at Velocicoaster in the same little yeah. couple days there. Yeah. So that was, which, Velocicoaster didn't know what hit it. Which for me, having Express after four is wonderful. <laughs> I would yeah. just point that out. Jerk. <laughs> you'll yeah. never have to wait more than 20 minutes for Velocicoaster <laughs> ever again. Yeah, Ugh, yeah for sure. Unfair. Very unfair. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we mentioned rides testing and stuff, so that'll happen soon. And we yeah. know I saw on the webcams at Kings Island, and Kings Island, I believe, posted this, that stuff is starting to test down there. Mystic Timbers is up and running. Um, I mean, they open in a month. So yeah, um, stuff is uh, testing down there, but um, their new for 2023 expansion is not going to be ready for opening day. Was that officially yeah. said by the park though? Yeah. That's the it just, was they officially said by the park. Saying summer. Okay. Yeah, okay. it will so not. Maybe by coaster stock. Yeah, new adventure port will not be ready for tw- uh, opening day, but hopefully it's ready for coaster stock. Yeah. Well, you know, the pandemic. I mean, kind of did a damper on everything for like supply chain wise. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's still backlog of things that they needed to get ordered and yeah. so on and so forth. I almost feel because this wasn't announced with all the other Cedar fair announcements. I wonder if they just got a late start on this. Like they just, it was a late decision. And... Well, they, they probably did. And Kings islands also open until new year's Eve. So you couldn't really start full blown construction until January right. 1st. Right. Yeah. It's understandable. So like, yeah. I just hope that that pathway is somewhat open. Cause it, I'm not going to go to action zone if that pathway is not open. <laughs> like, it's just not, I'm not walking all the way I just, down the internet. I just hope street. Adventure Express is open. Yeah, that would suck if it was closed right? the first month of the year. But I mean, just like yeah. Well Beast was last year and we survived. Well, so. I mean, if, if it is, then, you know, by the time we go down there again for, you know, coaster stock, we'll have mm-hmm. a huge thing to look forward to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and probably tons of ERT on that. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of coaster stock, um, that has kind of been what we've shifted to. You know, we we have seasons in this podcast. Our, our first season was talking about dragster. Our mm-hmm. second <laughs> season was winter chill out. Um, but now we're gonna kind of shift focus to coaster stock here. And not that I think not that I think we've done a bad job of this, but something I really want to strive to do on this podcast is. I want people who've never been to the parks to be able to listen to this and know what things are. Um, okay. So, you know, we sit here and we talk about coaster stock and that's great for people that know what it is, but for people that don't, it's, it's kind of daunting. So I'm going to take, yeah. I'm going to take like a minute here and I just want to read the official park description of coaster stock. We should also say that tickets sold out in like less than five minutes. Oh yeah. Yes. I'll get to that. <laughs> So this won't help you if you don't already have a ticket, but uh, if you are 
I mean, if you do, or you're listening to this podcast and you want to maybe find out for next year or the year after, uh, we'll give this a little read. It's the event of the year for roller coaster aficionados, an event where like-minded people from across the United States, Canada, and Europe gather to ride some of the best roller coasters in the world and share stories of their experiences riding coasters. Coaster Stock at Kings Island. The two-day affair will be held May 19th and 20th and features exclusive morning and night ride time sessions each day on popular attractions, behind-the-scenes photo and video opportunities, guest speakers, Q&A with park officials, contests, catered meal, fun picks, unlimited soft drinks, and so much more. To participate in this event, you must purchase a coaster stock ticket and be an active member of one of the seven approved roller coaster clubs listed below. Those are American Coaster Enthusiasts, Coaster Crew Platinum, European Coaster Club, Florida Coaster Club, Great Ohio Coaster Club, Roller Coaster Club of Great Britain, Western New York Coaster Club. Uh, and then at the bottom, there's a little disclaimer. An active membership card from one of the approved roller coaster clubs must be present upon check-in for entry to this event. Um, so that's kind of the park description. And, you know, we've talked about it on this podcast before. But, yeah, tickets went on sale since the last we've recorded. And they sold out in, like, I think it was either, like, five like four or, or five minutes. Yeah, yeah, four or five minutes, something crazy. Yep. Um, I believe yeah. we all got our tickets, right? All right. Yeah, no problem. I yeah. was on the website and checked out, and tickets were in my email all at 10 a.m. <laughs> I wasn't they far behind you. I was at 10:01. Ooh, slapping. <laughs> I know. Cut but close. To be fair, I was doing it from my cell phone <laughs> at work. So. So was I. Yeah. I was doing it from my cell phone <laughs> at did, work too. So. Did, did you, were you guys on Wi-Fi though? Yes. Nope. Because I was not. All right. Well, Evan, you're just better than me, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was sitting in my cubicle just like, you know, so people work behind me. So I'm like, please don't peek over my shoulder. Uh, what you know? and, you, and you have like a little tiny little sc- little screen like, oh, oh, I was. I mean, obviously, people listening can't see, but I was literally like. Like hovering over my phone, like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, ah, 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 oh, ah. My heart was racing. I was, we were texting our, our, or I was texting one of our friends, our mutual friends, um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we were both like, oh my god, it's nine fifty five. Oh my god, tickets go on sale in five minutes. I am so anxious. Oh my god. Well, and then, well sometimes like five minutes. Well, like last year, like it was like ten o'clock or, or whatever time they decided to release them, and we all hit refresh, and like the little buy button never changed. It still said, and we're like, "Wait, what? What?" Uh, and then we're like seeing people that are like buying them. We're like, "Oh no!" Yeah. And we like found. And I was one of those people. I was able to get yeah. in and yeah, take care of, take care of everything. I, it just goes to show what a fun event coaster stock is and how important it is to all of us. Yeah. Do you want to? There's a reason that it sells out so fast every year. Yes. Do you want to talk about what Coaster Stock is, like, for each of us, like, for, like, a minute? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess I'll – I jumped in, so I'll start. Go ahead. Well, first off, I I now think of it as kind of when this podcast was born, because that's when you guys first started talking about it was at Coaster Stock last year. Mm -hmm. And I think it was one of our first topics was Coaster Stock. Um, And I don't know. Like, it's just – without getting, like, gushy, it's, like, it's just – it's just so much fun – to spend three days with all of our friends riding beast at night over and over and again, and just, just spending the whole weekend together and goofing around. And mm-hmm. I mean, we honestly get sick of Kings Island by the end of the weekend, or at least I do, <laughs> but it's just, it's just exhausting, but in the best way. 
and it's just a great time to spend with our friends. Yeah. yeah. So um, for me, you know, I've gone on record before. I think Kings Island is one of the most well-rounded amusement parks in the country. Uh, it's, Agreed. It's always a blast. Yes. And the way I describe Coaster Stock to people who've never been or don't really understand our fandom, and this is a, a way that most people can understand it. I'm like, have you ever been to a music festival before? And they say, yeah, I've been to a music festival. And I'm like, great. It's like that, but for theme park people where, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's the one time of year where, you know, all of your friends are going to be there. It's yeah. all of the coasters, the meals, the behind the scenes tours is just so much fun. Um, Don and team down at Kings Island just do a fantastic job of yeah. mm-hmm. making everybody feel welcome and, like they're a part of this thing and there's always things for us to do. It's just such a fun weekend. Um, kind of like you said, Evan, it's not really about the coasters. It's more about just being with everybody and having a yeah. good time in the fandom that we all enjoy. I think one of my favorite parts about coaster stock isn't even anything to do with the events. It's during the day at the park when we're just like, well, ERT is tonight and we don't know what to do, but we're just having, you know, let's ride the log flume and yeah. goof around. And, you yeah. know, it's just so much fun. You know, you're going to be there for like three or four days. So there's not a huge pressure to ride everything. And it's just kind of like, eh, this yeah. ride has a short well, And line. you're going to get ERT. So, you know, you're going to get like 10 rides on yeah. the beast every night. Unless the right. storm that comes every single year hits every single <laughs> Saturday night coaster stocks. Last stand. year's was bad too. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, uh, I stuck it out. You guys all went home. Everybody thought it was going to storm like crazy. Well, was that, that was last 21. year? Was that the year? That before? Was. No, that was 21. Are you sure? I think yes, it was we 21 were all beast last year. Okay. That was bliss. Remember? Yeah. 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 I do remember that. Though, everything, Karsten. everything runs together. Everyone's like, yeah. everyone's like, man, I'm getting the hell out of here. It's going to rain. And like, we yeah, were that all was 21 and I was included in that. Yeah. We were all kind of sticking it out. And then I think Justin was the first domino to fall where he's like, I'm going home. And then the rest of us are like, <laughs> yep. yeah. And we're you guys all just too. left. And we, we rode flight of fear for a little bit. So, and then we came out yeah. and we're like, oh, it's still not raining. It's to, like lightning and thundering above. But we're like, let's ride it again. And we rode it again. And we're like, look, oh, Orion, oh, it's opening. Let's it's, go. It's testing. What, to be fair. I and normally... then you guys, and then you guys FaceTimed me. Um, after I got off the ride and you're, and you guys are like in a monsoon, like over at like, I don't know, Wendy's or something and it's monsooning. And I'm like, guys, it's dry. There's no rain. There's no thunder. Yeah. There's no lightning. You know, Karsten, remember the hotel that we stayed at last year, the comfort suites or whatever. Maybe like right by the park, like a half mile away by the Harley. Oh, I know. Shop. Yeah, I know where it's at. Yeah. So I always stay there and I went back to my hotel that night and like it was flash flooding outside, like less than a half mile away from the park. But yeah, somehow yeah. you guys were spared. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was over me and I were over at the beast that time and um, we they shut it down and we were just, you know, waiting in the station and we were just like, you know what? It's about the store. We we are so far away from the car. Let's. Let's just leave. It's not very open. And then I don't think I was like two feet out of the parking gate when I've started getting texts from from you and whoever else was back there at Orion. Like, Orion, we open. <laughs> Come on. There, there was yeah. there was hardly anybody in the park when when that happened. I was, I'm, and I'm gonna say my little spiel about it, but I think it's great. You know, backing off of what you guys said, like it's it's all about com- camaraderie and fr- and friendship. 
and it's really cool to, you know to see like all your friends from honestly like from you know that uh, coaster stock for me almost like hit, gets the kicks off my summer and it really kicks it kind of like in the in the full gear kind of thing and you're like ready to go because honestly a lot of the people that you see at coaster stock like you'll talk to them for um you know you, you'll talk to them for you know online and things like that but when you, you haven't seen them you know since maybe closing day or closing weekend or whatever at at, at cedar point you know and then it's like oh hey you know that's when you get to see him again and then it's really really cool the ERT is awesome if anybody doesn't know what ERT is it's like exclusive ride time uh the park will close say at like 10 o'clock and then from like say 10 30 until like midnight one o'clock whatever the whatever time the ERT is um they'll have a ton of different rides on ERT so you can ride the beast you can ride diamondback you can ride mystic timbers, mystic timbers. there's all kinds of different things <laughs> on ERT even flat rides uh, you can ride. What's the what's that kid coaster that the um the great pumpkin great coaster. pumpkin coaster? Yeah, that we yeah. waited like forty five minutes for last. And year. it's really funny to see because you'll because there's a lot of people that actually go to coaster stock to either ride it for like their first time or or something. But you'll see the line all the way down the midway, and yeah. people will be waiting. To, I needed to ride that credit, so we waited like forty minutes for it. But instead yeah, of riding so Diamondback like twelve. If times you have over. if you have a chance to go to a coaster event. Always try to coaster circle stock is the one coaster stock because yeah. you get a lot of bang for your buck. And you yes. kind of touched on it too. But another thing I really like is, you know, you, you really sit down and you think about it and you're like, okay, so our group is like 40 people, but you know, you don't all hang out all day. You break up into like little subgroups and a couple of years go here and a couple of go there. And then you'll meet up at dinner and everyone will eat and share stories. And then, you know, you kind of break up again, but once ERT comes back, everybody's back together again. Yep. And it's just because we all know we're going to end the night at the beast. So yeah. we all know we're going to end that night together. And, mm-hmm. It's just know. such last a last one on the beast. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least the back car because we oh, can't yeah. all have the back car. Yeah. And I know, I know, especially for me this year, um, now that Kings Island is not as accessible to me as it used to be, you know, I'm, I'm really going to have fun, you know, not just doing the rides because I've done them all a million times, but just seeing everybody and, and just being there. It's, it's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, but we did get to see you almost a month ago now, believe it or not. Was it almost Transition a month? Along? Oh, my God. Yeah, I, my flight was the 17th, and we are recording here on the 10th. On the 10th. Oh, my so God. We are really behind. <laughs> hey, you know what? We've got other priorities, but, you know, at least you won't forget, and you got pictures to remember if you can't remember. Yeah. Hey, it's not really good <laughs> pictures. Um. But yeah, let's talk about Eva, Evan's extravaganza, so yeah, like so, his trip to Florida. Yeah, just so we're remembering this right, Evan, you ended up doing Busch Gardens Tampa, uh, mm-hmm. Universal Studios Florida, and Universal's Islands of Adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anything? SeaWorld on Monday. SeaWorld on Monday. All yeah. right. So Take us through. Tell us about trip, it. <laughs> this trip, so I mean, obviously, you guys obviously remember, and hopefully our listeners remember, the, our Orlando pre-planning extravaganza show and this trip proved that no matter how much planning you put into something it ain't gonna happen (laughs) um just about all the plans that we decided on and you know places to eat or you know things you can't miss just for one reason or another didn't happen that's not to mean we missed anything really but there was no for one thing this is the busiest i've ever seen theme parks period especially universal Hmm. so having to juggle around that 
it was just, it was just, let's just ride what we can. So starting with Friday night, our flight, our plan was to fly in and go to fun spot. Well, we flew a budget airline and they overbooked the flight long story short, and it was cold out in Dayton and the tug for the plane didn't work. (laughs) So (laughs) we were like delayed like an hour. So we got in Orlando too late to go to fun spot. So that was a bummer. Yeah. I I remember picking you up at like, 1130 or it might yeah, it, it might was, even have been after even midnight later. yeah and i was like there's no way in hell he's making it to yeah. fun spot tonight <laughs> yeah and we kind of as soon as we were delayed we're like well there was fun spot because it was already cutting it close but that's okay we're like ah you know we'll we'll go after universal on sunday you know the park closes at 10 you could see fun spot from universal we'll get you there. can yeah <laughs> we'll get there um so anyway so we then the next thing was so Saturday morning, we're going to get up. We're going to go to Bush Gardens, Tampa. We made great time. And then we waited in like 25 minutes of traffic to get in the park. Um, but and whatever. It was a very crowded day. But other than that, we had a fantastic day at Bush Gardens. Um, that park, and I think you guys didn't mention this to me, but I don't know. I, I didn't think much of it, but that park is absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. The amount, the rides are kind of in clusters. So yeah. you, you walk in and turn right and there's like three coasters mm-hmm. and then all the way in the back of the park, there's three coasters, but getting between those two areas, it's like, holy crap. Um, it's, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful park. It's so well landscaped. We started the day with Cheetah hunt. That was our first coaster. There's another example of planning gone. It didn't happen. We were going to go straight to Iron Glossy. line was too long by the time we got there, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, but Cheetah Hunt was fantastic. We only got one ride on that. Um, so I was kind of bummed about that. It's like Cobra's a glorified first. Maverick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right there with Maverick. I think they're... Cheetah Hunt is more of a nice ride, whereas Maverick is I don't think it's as more... intense. I don't right. think it's no, as... it, yeah, it's, it's nowhere like... near as intense. Yeah. Cheetah Hunt is like the family version of Maverick, but in the best way possible, if that makes sense, I guess. Um. And then we hit Cobra's Curse, which is their mock spinning Mm -hmm. forward, backward coaster, which I was super excited about that ride just because it's quirky and fun. And that's exactly what it was. Um, Another ride we only got one ride on. Again, it was packed. (laughs) Even we had quick queue unlimited. And by midday, even those lines were hitting 30, 35 minutes. Um, And it was also dirt cheap for a quick queue. If you had Mm -hmm. a pass, what did you pay? 50 bucks, Kyle? Yeah, so little disclaimer here. I went with Evan to Bush Gardens for the first part of the day and um, I didn't buy Quick Queue Unlimited, but I did buy just the regular uh, once a time on each ride Quick Queue and it was like 35 bucks or something. Yeah. So if you're a pass holder and you see that these lines are that long and you're just happening to be there, you're going to go buy Quick Queue. So, so the lines, I'm kind of grateful that the Cedar Fair parks are a lot more expensive. But it was fine. Um, then we hit Montu, and I think that was one of the huge surprises of the trip. Um, I mean, you guys had talked about it's a great ride, but mm-hmm. that is like that blows every other invert out of the water for me. And Maya, my girlfriend, doesn't even like inverted coasters really. Like she's like eh on Raptor. She doesn't like Banshee. She's eh on Alpine Guys. She loved Montu. It's a mm. fantastic ride. I love it um, that it goes cruising through those tunnels. Um, it's, yeah, it's the and it's just so perfect. smooth, and it just is yeah. a good like everything just flows really well. Yeah, like if if you've ridden Afterburner Carowinds, it's kind of got 
it's kind of similar to that in the sense yeah. it goes underground. It's got a bat wing, but it's longer and it's yes. really long. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic ride. That was one of the few rides we did get to ride multiple times. Um, so then we finally got on Iron Gwazi. Um, and we don't, <laughs> there was a story with that, um, but we don't need to tell. But it, it ended up being a great ride. Um, we rode in row two the first time, I believe. And yeah, it was a fantastic ride. Um, but then we went back and rode that twice more at night in the back. And that solidified it as not as good as Steel Vengeance. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> but better than Zadra. And I've gone on record multiple times saying that I love Zadra and I think Iron Gwazi is going to be very similar to it. And it was, but it's better because of that death roll that everybody nice. talks about. The, okay. the reverse zero-G thing, downhill thing through the lift hill. It is one of the coolest elements I've ever had on a coaster. Nice. Um. Let's see. Shikra only got one ride on it. Best dive coaster, which you wouldn't think because it's got the least number of elements, but it's just so smooth. And the, the it actually is airtime, like a good a bit of airtime. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. Um, it's also like guys, it's also nice, like those dive coasters, like you literally can like sit, you know, almost on the edge and they almost have you sit way longer than what uh, Cedar Point and Valraven lets you sit because it's really yeah. like you drop really quick, like but that. it'd be really nice if you could hang there for a little bit longer and you know yeah but capacity uh, also shout out to the bush gardens loved the park but their operations were a little lax except shikra their their crew was moving it um, that's good you yeah, guys that's kind of the Kyle, theme that's kind of the theme for bush gardens is some yeah. coasters are good some coasters are, are are not so good some of the operations were pretty brutal not yeah. gonna <laughs> lie but i don't want to talk about the negatives too much um Kyle, you had recommended. I the name is escaping me. The food place right under Shikra. Yeah, I Zambia, don't, Zambia Grill or something, something like or that. Yeah, it's barbecue. Some, it's some barbecue place. I know. Um, yeah. at the SeaWorld Orlando counterpart is called Voyagers, and the yeah. Bush Gardens Williamsburg counterpart is called Trappers. So it's something like that. Same menu yeah. as the other two. Um, but we so we got this like barbecue sampler platter. It had brisket, it had chicken, it had ribs. That was like some of the best theme park food I've ever had. So thank you for the recommendation on that. Probably we might not have gone there for more for you guys. So that was the point of that show. Uh, yeah. Um at this point we were I mean it was this day went quick too, because it's a lot it's it's our first time at a park, so we aren't kind of had like, okay, which way do we go? You know, mm-hmm. we waited like an hour in line for food. It was that packed. Wow. Um, so it was and plus, I'm sure night. it was hot though, too, right? It was a very nice day at that. Yeah, day. it, it was wasn't like too terribly hot. Okay. Yeah. Um, at this point, so then we finally went and rode Kumba. Eh. I, a, yeah. eh. I. I don't get the hype. It's a good ride. I don't get the hype. It's the only the only ride. thing that, that that ride's good for is the photo, photographic that you can take with the cool mm-hmm. corks. That is <laughs> the back one of the backgrounds on my phone now. Hold on. Nice. Hold on. Yeah, oh. you guys. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, Kumba is, is nothing to ride home. home but... Kumba is nothing to ride home about, but I mean, it is a good, solid ride. It's Yeah, it's intense. It's pretty. It's it. I don't want them to get rid of it. It's a good ride. It's fine. Um, a little rattly. I don't know. Eh. <laughs> um, Tigris is also back there. And although I don't think this is when we wrote it, I hate those rides. I I hate those the the Tempesto Tigris whatever 
well, they're called the Skyrocket 2 models. It's again, pretty ride. I love the orange and black in that part of the park, but eh. do you just not like the restraints? Um, it's not even the restraints that really bother me because I've ridden um, one without the comfort collars, Superman mm-hmm. Ultimate Flight out in uh, God Discovery Kingdom. Discovery Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't have them, and it, I don't, they're just they're just stupid rides to me. Yeah. I, they're they're just they're kind of rough and they're kind of nauseating. And Maya liked that ride a little bit more than I thought she would. I don't know. Uh, fun little yeah. um disclaimer for people who don't like those comfort collars um not saying it's a 100% like ready to go thing but uh SeaWorld Orlando you know they have the same restraints on Icebreaker and one of the trains is undergoing maintenance right now and the comfort collars have been completely removed from the ride and that train has since returned to the track has it not like not, maybe I, it's not in service yet, but yes, people, it is. It has been re- shed. It has been returned to the transfer track without comfort collars. Yeah, interesting. So that's good. That might be that's very good, good news because then yeah. they might we might see them go away in all the Sea World parks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they don't do anything. They're just kind of there, and I mean, they're hard to get in and out of. And... It's definitely for a lower insurance premium. Like that's one hundred and ten percent why they're there. They don't actually do anything. <laughs> it's so, but just the fact that it's yeah. another layer of redundancy lowers the insurance premium yeah. on the ride. Or but, maybe and that and maybe it's because you know GP are like oh my god I got to hold on to something it's going upside down and I need yeah. a shoulder heart I don't know they yeah. suck <laughs> yeah I I I definitely think that um like it, it's almost like putting on like an oversized coat and you're like uh <laughs> yeah and just getting in and out of those trains it's and if you've ridden Skyrocket at Kennywood that's probably the closest train to us that's like this. But it doesn't have comfort collars. It's just you have to like really like your feet don't fit right. I don't know. Yep. They're just whatever. And at a park like Bush Gardens, it's packed and it can only run one train. And it's a smaller capacity train than even like Wicked Twister had. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know why they put those things in. Anyways, yeah, moving on. Um, that's my big negative gripe about Bush Gardens is that Tigers <laughs> exists. Um <laughs> but it's a pretty ride, I'll give it that. Um, so then the Pantopia section of the park is right there in the center of the park, kind of by Kumba and Falcon's Fury was closed. Um, and Scorpion was closed. Don't know if either of those have reopened since we've been there, but uh, Scorpion has, that's oh, their Schwarzkopf, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. That one has Falcon's Fury has not. And I don't remember the exact date, but it does have a, an official reopening date. Okay, well, that's good to hear because I know that's been closed for quite a while. It, it, it has and been Scorpion, closed for about a year. I mean, it is not operated since I've lived in Florida. Jesus. I was really excited for that ride, but I definitely didn't have my hopes up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpion I was excited for because my mom and dad went to Busch Gardens, Tampa. Kumba wasn't even there yet. Scorpion and it was an old arrow corkscrew coaster, Python, were the only two coasters there. Um yeah. And my, my mom tells stories of Scorpion just riding it over and over and over again. I was really excited to ride it because I like Schwarzkopf and I want to ride it kind of as mm-hmm. a throwback to her, for her and stuff and it wasn't open. Yeah, but, Scorpion was the second coaster that Busch Gardens Tampa ever put in. Yeah, behind Python, right? Mm-hmm. Python was first. Um, know. Also in that area of the park is the famous pretzel stand, which we did get pretzels at. They were fantastic. Giant, you know, Better than Auntie Anne's pretzels. 
Um, and also is wild. It's not wild mouse. It's called sand serpent. It was wild mouse at Bush gardens, Williamsburg. That's another ride at Tampa that my mom has ridden, but she wrote it at Williamsburg. But yeah. Just not <laughs> at Tampa. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a wild mouse. It was whatever, but yeah, so that was, that really wasn't our full day. Um, by this point though, in the day it was like getting kind of, it was even getting dark already. Um, and we, so we didn't, we really wanted to ride the train at your, um, recommendation, Karsten and my mm-hmm. girlfriend's got a really nice, you know, professional grade camera that she got for her birthday that she really wanted to take on the train and get pictures of the animals and the Serengeti and all that. We didn't and get to do on that. The track. And stop yeah, on and the track because the rhino ran, almost <laughs> brought over a giraffe or something. Um, we didn't get to do that because it was like when we were over by a station that was feasible, it was like, okay, we're not going to be able to get on the train until like 615 because there was a line. Yeah. And then it's supposedly like an hour long train ride. And we still wanted to like try to eat something again and ride Montu and ride Iron Gwazi. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, yep. But all in all, fantastic day. Iron Gwazi. So. I'll talk about this more at the end, but I'm having a very hard time ranking my coasters now. All I'm going to say is Iron Gwazi is top three worthy because I don't know what my top three is right <laughs> now. There's like <laughs> 10 coasters that could be in there. So right. Iron Gwazi, yeah. you're up there. Matu, number one invert. Sheikr, number one die. Before um, we before we move off of Bush Gardens, um, I am going there, I think, Tuesday this week. Ooh. To try okay, out um, Serengeti Flyer, their new SNS yes. swing. I wanted to mention something about that. Yeah. So they were having employee previews for that the day we were there. And we didn't know that. So I'm on Shikra. We're on Shikra. And I happen to look over at it. And I see this thing going full cycle. There's hands up in the air everywhere. And I'm like, holy crap, they soft opened it. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't. There was still like a giant construction wall up, but there was kind of an employee just like kind of standing by like the gate, like, oh, there, there's a construction wall. Oh, you're an employee. Come on in. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> like two days after you left, they started pass holder previews. Yeah. Um, and with my pass, I could have went to the first day, but I just haven't had time to get back down there because, yeah. um, you know, I'm very close to every other park in Florida, but Bush Gardens, it, I mean, it's a good like at least half day commitment if I go just because of the drive. Yeah. Yeah, what time? I mean, you you didn't stay very long, and you didn't get home till like three when you were there with us. Um, yeah, I also wasn't like driving pedal to the metal, and I made a couple stops. But um, oh, okay, Fair a good enough. a good rule of thumb is that I've found when I go to Bush Tampa is it'll take me an hour to get there, and it'll take me about an hour and a half to two to get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took us quite a while to come back because um, we had dinner plans at City Walk that night. Um, at your recommendation, Kyle, we went to Antojitos, a Mexican restaurant, had their fresh made guacamole that's mm-hmm. made right in front of you. Super good. We had both had fajitas. Um, the steak on the fajita I felt was like steakhouse quality stuff. Um, not the cheapest place in the world, honestly, because we did get like the most expensive entree item. Yeah. Um, it's not the cheapest place, but it's also like, I go it's there. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And also I go there and. You know, I don't get the guac every time, but if I just go there and I get the free chips and salsa and an entree, I'm walking out under 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got the guac. We got like the expensive fajita that's got chicken and mm-hmm. steak on it. We sp- And then the, the it was busy and the server was stressed. So I kind of felt bad and I tipped her pretty, pretty heavily. So it was a $90 go. bill, but you know, whatever for two people. But it was so good and it was so worth it. And it was kind of fun. So we entered Universal City Walk. 
at 9.58, about. <laughs> On a night that the park closed at 10, mind you. Bingo. So <laughs> our first exposure to Universal, I'd never been there at all, was just a horde of two full theme parks on a Saturday holiday weekend. Everybody leaving at once. It was terrifying. But that's City Walk. um, I made a comment last week. I went to City Walk or Universal last Saturday with uh, Dean, Abby, and Ray. And I'm not super proud of the comment that I made, but I'm going to say it again. Um, (laughs) Leaving this place is like trying to fight for the last boat off of the Titanic. (laughs) <laughs> you're right it just you're is right. it's insane it's it's absolutely nuts i i can't believe that those theme parks fit that many people they don't seem that insanely large yeah but oh my god it's insane um but so it was kind of cool that night to kind of walk around city walk real quick and oh wow there's Velocicoaster, coaster there's hulk there's rip ride rocket let's go eat okay let's go home because we were tired um, cause then it was right back up early in the morning to get to universal, um, mm-hmm. and actually do the parks. We went, our plan was to go to, um, Velocicoaster right away. And that actually did work out, but it was already posting a two hour wait by the time we got there. Wow. Um, did it end up yeah, being a two we, hour wait? Did you wait for it? No. So the reason it took us a while to get there was cause we had to get our souvenir cup and we had to get our express passes mm-hmm. renewed and the guest mm-hmm. services had like one window open, which whatever. <laughs> why at nine o'clock in the morning on a holiday weekend, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so we get there and it said 120 minute wait. And I'm like, well, it's Velocicoaster. I'm waiting. And Carson's the only number part one. The- <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so the queue was through the whole outdoor part. Um, then there's those switchbacks as you're heading back into the building. The- those were the only part of the line that wasn't being used, but the whole outdoor section was, but that was kind of a blessing in disguise because we got super cool photos of the ride because mm-hmm. you're right there next to that barrel roll, which we either yeah. otherwise wouldn't have gotten. That's very um, nice. Yeah. So we ended up waiting 100 instead of 120 minutes or two hours. We waited an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> so that wasn't too bad. The okay. line really moved. Um, yeah. it, contrary to Bush Gardens, that was like the best operations I've ever seen. I mean, trains were coming by legitimately every mm-hmm. 30 seconds. It was it's, it's absolutely bonkers. And it's also nice they don't, you don't have they don't have to deal with seatbelts or anything too, right? And like I could I could talk about Universal for like four hours, but well, let's so, just get the best hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Velocicoaster <laughs> was yeah, it, it was I I'm not gonna say it's number one. Yes, number one. But it could be. It really well could be. And you're gonna my, ride Steel uh, Vengeance in Cedar Point. And you're gonna be like, okay, Velocicoaster. Well, and here's the problem. I'm gonna ride Steel Vengeance when it's like 40 degrees out, and it's gonna be like, <laughs> it's gonna be like those bunny hills at the end. I'll be like, eh, right, barely, eh. barely making it over. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, the queue line is super cool. You know, with Chris yeah. Pratt yelling at you in the main, in the after the lockers, and and. Um, and the, the raptors, the animatronics, and the la- you see the launch, and the raptors follow it, and oh, it's so cool! And I've seen all that stuff in photos, but to actually see it in person it was just mind blowing. Um, makes me want to have a pet dinosaur when I see when I go check out all that like stuff because it like looks <laughs> well. Real. As Chris Pratt says, they're pretty dangerous, and you don't want to mess with them because they eat <laughs> your food. <laughs> right? Because we, we we wrote it three times, so we heard him say this line yeah. over and over. He kept saying. Now I say the Raptors are so dangerous, and they put a roller coaster in the paddock. 
I want to <laughs> I want to derail this conversation like very quickly and then I'll shut up. Um, okay. Universal, you know, I love them, but I'm going to make fun of them here for a minute. I'm going to make fun of them at some point too, so don't worry. Every single ride at Universal <laughs> is like, "Hey you, random civilian, I need your help." Yeah. You know. <laughs> yes. And then yes. and then they have Velocicoaster and he's like, I told them this was a bad idea. I don't know why they're, why they're going through with it. I and just, there's I think this like, creepy hilarious. lady that's like, oh, everything is fine. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. I don't even, hey, I don't her know name is Claire, movie. by the way. Yeah, her name is, is she Claire. a universal person or is she a movie? No, she she's from, from the movies. Movies. Oh, okay. I just think yeah. it's really funny that it's all like, we need your help. And then Chris Pratt's like. Freedom fighters. Yeah. We don't need your help. Chris Pratt's like, <laughs> you shouldn't be here. Just leave. This is a dumb idea. <laughs> Oh, it's it was put so a, funny. Put a coaster on the paddock. They said it'll be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like so, that. Chris good. Pratt basically owns Orlando because he also stars in Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Over yes, at Epcot. and there is a minifigure of him at Legoland because they have a Jurassic World part in Legoland. See, he he owns that city. He's just making bank just yeah. off of he's the parks. He's, he's a really good actor. <laughs> we watched Guardians of the Galaxy the other night. Anyways, totally derailing the conversation. Um, so, um, God. So then it was over to Harry Potter, it, the the whole Hogsmeade area. We did get on Hagrid's and waited a hefty bit. Um, did you like it? Yes, it was. It was very. It was kind of like Cheetah Hunt in the sense that it was just fun. Like yeah. both Cheetah Hunt and Hagrid's. My my immediate reaction and this seems like a cop-out reaction but it's it's the best way to describe both of them nice just nice like i don't know how else to describe it the onboard audio is a lot of fun haggard of course is funny and whatever the drop track maybe i shouldn't have spoiled it for some people Um, all right it's been out for like five years at this point yeah yeah maya didn't know it was there the drop track was really awesome it it seemed bigger than verbolton's spoil that one too that's been out for like 11 (laughs) years um you know and then the launch and the spike and it's a ton of fun it's a really cool ride and it didn't break down at all while we were on it it's Actually, it's a no, very it did when we hit the brakes <laughs> it, it's it a very it's a very complex ride like there's like 14 it's, ride vehicle or it's, i'm yeah, sorry it's coaster nuts. trains and like there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of switch tracks yeah, there's there's, there's cool, seven launches. launches there's seven launches there's three switch tracks there's a vertical spike it's, it's at any insane. given moment, the trains are only thirty seconds apart from each other on the track. Like yeah. it's insane. Like it's just boom, boom, boom. And, and the station—it's slight... not like a—it's tra- not a traditional station either. Like the the walkways always moving, and the trains are always rolling. So yeah, it's a continuously moving. Which surprise that works at all? Because honestly. if if some you know if like a guest with like handicap disabilities or something like that needs to get on, I'm sure they slow that down or or or, or yeah. stop it, and, and then throw everything off, and, and then no everything will be all them, but bottled yeah. up until they catch back up, kind of thing. But it's it's, it's nuts. yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe that ride ever works. To be honest with you, just yeah. the complexity of it. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, next was um Forbidden Journey over in, in the Hogwarts Castle. That was our first dark ride. It's this weird robot arm that mixes screens and physical sets, and that was just, I, what I'm doing right now was my actual reaction. So, like it's it's a mind blowing experience. Those are called Kuka arms. That's okay, the name of the ride that. vehicle, and it's manufactured by a company called Dynamic Attractions. Look it up just so because I can't describe how this thing works. It's it's so cool how it works and it, it all meshes really. This cool. is this is how I describe it to people. 
I say, have you ever seen a video of how a car is manufactured? Yeah, I have. All right, so you know they have, those, they have those <laughs> giant robotic arms that, like, drill and put pieces in. Yeah, yeah, I know about those. All right, mount a bench on that. That's the ride vehicle. What? <laughs> yeah. No way. And put it, put it on a track, too, because they're all, like, mm-hmm. going on a track. They're all and they're continuously moving. Yeah, and yeah there's I, a... I had z- so I didn't look into any of the dark rides before going. Good. I mean, I knew about the coasters, of course. So yeah. we walk into the station for this ride. I'm like, what in the world? These, <laughs> these, it looks like you're walking into a bookshelf yeah. <laughs> with shoulder harnesses. I'm like, what does this yeah. thing do? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a really cool, mind-blowing ride. And um, the theming I, is just insane in the land, um, and especially in Harry, you know, Hogsmeade and everything. Hogsmeade like, and Diagon Alley. It's just... It, WTF was, and that was also the most busy section of an amusement park I've ever seen. Was in front of the Hogwarts Castle. I, yeah. ugh, it was kind of terrifying. Like, you should see that when they have the nighttime show on the castle. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so busy that they don't let people. They they like have like a one way in, one way out thing. Like, they, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where we went next. I mean, we probably rode Velocicoaster next at that point. I don't even know. Um, we rode Kong. That was the probably the surprise hit of the of that park. Um, more of a standard dark ride, but it was just super fun. It's um, cool. With the animatronic and you know, the Kong picks up your picks up your ride vehicle well, music shaking around. Like, what's, what's this thing? What's really <laughs> cool is each driver for each each one of the vehicles that you get in has different personalities, different like sound like they sound obviously sound different and stuff. Driver, so well, it's not actually driven, right? It, right. But yeah. it really looks like it could be a real driver because he's moving his yeah. head. Yeah, it's moving, also not like, a real person; it's an animatronic. Okay, yeah. Well, spoil my fun. <laughs> Carson's been going to Universal all these years, thinking somebody actually was driving. He that thought whole like time. the same eight people have just always worked on the ride. <laughs> like, wow, they they find these real life like people and yeah. or, or, or look alike people. You know, every single yep. time I I I, I always hire ride quadruple. <laughs> they only hire quadruplets to ride operate that ride, <laughs> and they, they can't have ever everybody can't have the same day off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that was a super cool ride and really cool just ride building. Yeah. Dudley Do Right, best log flume. I yeah, mean, it's... if you can even call that a log flume, it seems so above and beyond everything else. It's, it's so not cool. a log flume in the sense of like the King's Island log flume. It's 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 an extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, if you rip nuts. it down to the bare bones, it's the same ride system. That's true. That's true. But it's a long log flume too. Like a seven minute ride. Yeah. Um, You'll get soaked on it, but it's so much fun. Yeah, we got absolutely soaked. Uh, I think at this point we took the Hogwarts Express over to studios. Um, we went Diagon Alley. We did Escape from Gringotts, which is a roller coaster kind of. It has a launch. It has a weird tilt track thingy. It was super fun. Did anybody like, prepare I, you for the tilt track? Did you know? No. Okay. I didn't. I nice. So when they can I spoil it? Yeah. Okay. So they. I don't even remember who it was cast the like, spell. And I'm like, I, I see that happen. And I'm like, Oh my God, we're going to do another drop track. Really universal. And then it was just a tilt. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. And then the ride itself is fun. It has a couple quick little launches and yeah, fun ride. Um, we saw the dragon do the fire thing. Oh, sweet. Um, uh, I don't know where we went then. We probably, Simpsons. Oh, we no, we rode Mummy. We rode Mummy first. Um, Mummy was awesome. I love Mummy. 
I had only ever seen videos of the one in Hollywood and it has all the same tricks, but they're in different orders. <laughs> like okay. Orlando pretty much starts with that reverse launch where that doesn't come until like almost the end of the ride in the Hollywood one from what I remember. Somebody can mm. quote me on that, but yeah, that was a super fun ride. Again, I, and this goes everywhere. Theming was through the roof, except Simpsons. I <laughs> do not hesitate to say that that is the worst amusement park ride I have ever written, and it needs to be torn down immediately, and I will happily go there and stomp on the ashes when it does get torn down. That was the worst ride I've ever experienced. It was <laughs> stupid. It was uncomfortable. It made us sick. It was <laughs> it was a quote-unquote walk-on, and we still waited 35 minutes for it because it just takes forever for some reason oh my god it yeah. sucked was that the yeah. same ride system that back to the future had yep so that ride sucked too sorry well everybody. back to the future was a beloved attraction because it wasn't as intense with the motion and it was for an ip that people really cared about at the time that makes okay so maybe i wouldn't have paid back to the future as much but the ride system still sucks <laughs> yeah and it's a stupid loading system and i just didn't like it it's um, very we, slow and tedious. It's we got we walked right into the like pre-show room where Krusty's kind of like yelling at you and stuff. And yeah, I'm like, oh, we're gonna get right on this. I it was almost broad daylight when we went into that building and it was dark out when we left. That Jeez. sucked up so much time. Wow. And because of that, we didn't get to ride a couple things that we wanted to. Um did you get to ride, ride Men in Black? Yes, that was what we rode next. Nice. Um after getting a crusty burger, which was pretty good, it wasn't yeah, crazy. It's, it's cool. Service, like though. it's cool that you can have like the items from the show, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was cool, and it had like specialty sauce, and it was good, and whatever. And we were in and out of there in like twenty minutes. We we ate, we ordered, ate, and digested our crusty burger in a shorter time than it took to get on the stupid ride. <laughs> God, I I have a personal vendetta against that ride, and anybody who likes it. <laughs> um so then the, yeah so next was men in black and um was it you carson that told me about the the ending the surprise yes. at the end yep um i took care of that good um yes i was Our, i kind of knew you it was coming the, from the beginning the of the ride yeah the <laughs> I, that's one thing i will not spoil but i kind of yeah. knew it was coming from the beginning of the ride so i was really ready for it Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really cool shooter. I mean, with the cars, with the spinning, well, and the it's cool because like you can shoot it pretty much anything, and, yeah. and as long as you're shooting an alien, you'll get points for it, which is really cool. Yeah. And you I know? and I won. I won between both teams. Whatever. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, there's there's a little secret hidden trick or whatever. Um, when they like showed like the alien, like when you go through and they like the they like scan the car and you see like on the screen where the aliens are all over the car and stuff well they say mm-hmm. to shoot the actual other car the little um blue the thing above light. above the car yeah um you want to shoot there well actually you can shoot yourself and still get points so me Kyle and Sierra you we always turn around and we start shooting our car <laughs> and every time your car gets shot you just spin like crazy so our car spins constantly cuz we're shooting it constantly oh so that's triggered by getting the target yes. getting that's kind of cool at least i believe um, yeah it is when that's you're going cool. through that um scene right there and you're aiming at the other car's exhaust port if someone from the opposite car hits yours you spin 
I didn't know it was trick. I thought it was just you automatically. But yeah, so me, Kyle, and Sierra, we we all turn around and shoot ourselves. <laughs> that way we get points for it because it's a lot easier to shoot, you know, point blank than yeah. shooting across. So well, and I found that those guns weren't super accurate. Um, yeah, and we had just eaten, so I'm glad that you were not on our car. Because <laughs> the spinning, what it's it's it's, it's intense. intense. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Cried. It's a good one. Um, yeah. So at this point, the Mardi Gras parade was already going on, and we. At this point, our goal was to ride, let's see, Transformers, Rip Ride Rocket, Jimmy Fallon, and then get back over to Islands and do Hulk, Spider-Man, and Velocicoaster at night. Well, only like half of that happened. Um, we, again, we don't know these parks like we do Cedar Point. So we knew that parade was happening, and we tried, we're trying to get the Transformers, and we had to walk like, the super backwards way to get to the ride because of the parade. We got beats yep. hooked at us thing, which was fun. Transformers was a walk on because of that. So that was cool. Yeah. But it took us probably 25 extra minutes to get to the ride. So there's some lost time. Good job. So Freedom fighter. That, yes. Thank you. Thank you. That was a fun ride. I think that's the same ride system that curse of dark castle was at Williamsburg. Bush gardens, Williamsburg. I was going to say, ride. uh, Definitely um, one of Justin's uh, favorites is Transformers. Really? So yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a super fun ride. Um, but again, so between that 25 minutes and the minutes wasted on uh, Simpsons, we wasted like an hour. <laughs> so because of that, we didn't hit Spider-Man, which was a really big bummer. Oh, man. We, mm. Yeah, we didn't hit E.T. We didn't hit Dang um, it. Jimmy Fallon. We kind of yeah. wanted to ride Fast and Furious to see what everybody complained about. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've been wasting your time there. Yeah. So you shut your I mouth. Would've... That's a good ride. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you you like it is because there's a giant like giant bus that picks you up that's mm. bumping music and it sounds. I, I give you that. It sounds awesome and the lights are cool. But other than that, it's just like, oh look, we're looking at a screen. Oh look, we're looking at a screen. Oh, we're bouncing up and down. I oh, love ride, sitting in the ride, back okay. row of that thing and like so... flailing around wildly and screaming obnoxiously. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> So, okay, because you mentioned that ride, this is a perfect time for me to explain my gripe with Universal. And we didn't even ride all the dark rides. The dark rides seem very rinse and repeat to me. Every single ride that we rode, fire, water, bouncy car, every single one. And it's like, yep, if it's not a universal ride if you don't get spritzed with some water. Mm-hmm. With, exactly. With something breaking or something. And I think for me personally, as much as I love that park, it's probably my number one park, the the whole complex together. Mm-hmm. I would get sick of it if I lived down there. Well, because, that's Kyle. I mean, it looks like he's sick of it because he's always at more than Disney well, or SeaWorld. And, well, and Kyle, how often do you go to Universal and ride Forbidden Journey? I go to Universal at least once a week. Now, But do you ride? I don't always ride Fast everything. Fast and Furious every time. No, I, I treat every time. I treat these parks the same way that we treat Cedar Point, where I'll go in for an hour or two and I'll ride a couple things and mm. go home. That being you said, I, the rides are different enough that I can get over the getting spritzed with water and okay. the fire. Don't you know like him? That. It's it's Kyle. He, it's it's Spider Man Kyle. He goes to, yeah. he goes to Universal every single every single day and rides Spider Man. Yeah. So right. I mean yeah. that like he, he's not wrong. That that being said. <laughs> Every time I go to Universal, Spider-Man is one ride that I have to ride. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Now, that's like that's like riding Millennium Force. That's like yeah. an OG. It's it's yeah. a good good one. Yeah. Well, for me, 
I was even getting sick of them even in that day. So mm-hmm. Okay, and this is rinse and repeat. So that's why I'm not like super like I'm going to cry that I didn't ride Spider-Man because I know it's the same ride system-ish as Transformers. Yeah. And I have a feeling it's probably the same ride experience, except it's a Spider-Man IP instead of the Transformers IP. Fair. It's pretty fair. Eh, yeah. It's enough. It, Transformers is a lot more intense where Spider-Man is just a fun ride. Okay. Well, yeah, I could say that. Yeah. All right. So that's my gripe with Universal is it, it, it feels very rinse and repeat y to me. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. fact that they shove Harry Potter down your throat and I want to puke every time I look at a Harry Potter thing <laughs> now. But the Harry Potter stuff is cool. I'll well, that. they have to treat Harry Potter right because he saved that that whole resort like the recession area of 2011, 2012. That part, you know, they almost went out of business as a resort. Jeez, as a really? whole. They used wow. to do these sales where you could buy a day ticket and just get an annual pass to try to get you to come back. There were days where they wouldn't open. And when they were open, they'd be open from like 12 to five. So it was one shift of people. And wow. God, Potter saved that resort. It made them who they are today. And it allowed them to build all of this cool stuff versus if Potter wouldn't have come along, they might not be here anymore. Interesting. So well, they do show then- Potter down your throat, but He's kind of their like golden nest egg, so they got to treat him right. He's you know like Mickey Mouse. Then I take back everything I've said about Potter since <laughs> I left that place, because again, like I said, I think I think Universal is my favorite park. In the the two parks themselves are so you can't compare them, but as a whole, the resort that's probably my favorite. And you didn't even get to see Volcano Bay. That's my favorite part about Universal. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it from the highway. So yeah, yeah. that one's cool. Um, but anyway, so we got off of Transformers and again had to take a roundabout way to Rip Ride Rocket. Oh, that ride was fun, but not fun. It's so rough for no reason. But the ride itself, like the layout, is a lot of fun. It's cool. It has a ton of airtime. Yeah. It's, it, but it's painful so airtime. It's so bumpy. What song for did you what? pick? Um, MC Hammer. That's that's the wrong I answer, my friend. I was, was going to say, were you panicking when you're like, oh, ah, ah, I gotta, you, I gotta pick yeah. a ride. I gotta pick a song. Stop talking to me, Maya. Stop it. Ah, ah, no, 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 was, no, was, no. I don't want to go up the hill yet. No, no. My, no I gotta was the pick same my song. As me. It was the ride ops that were like, okay, put down your lap bar. Okay, you're getting ready to go. You're getting ready to go. And oh my god, I'm like, shut up. There is only <laughs> there is only one correct answer when talking about songs to pick on that ride. And it is which is? it is Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. <laughs> is that a secret menu one? No, it's not. That's oh. the funny part. <laughs> I mean, All I right. like listening to Stronger, but you know, <laughs> I will remember that the next time I'm there, and I give my I take some Advil and then get on that ride. Yeah, you need it's like a, a shot ride, of morphine though. or something, not Advil. It's a fun ride, though. Yeah. So at this point, it was like probably nine o'clock park closed at 10 so we had a hustle over to islands we still hadn't ridden hulk we wanted to try to get on spider-man which didn't happen but mm-hmm. we did walk on hulk again eh. just like kumba the launch i like the fun. launch the launch the is, fun. is fun the ride looks great the lighting's great but eh. you yeah. know it is it's smooth enough it's fine um we rode in like row seven um and then yeah at this point it was Spider-Man was posting like a 25-minute wait, and it was like 9.25. I'm like, eh, I don't want to push it. You might not have gotten on anything else. 
so the bigger goal was Velocicoaster, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, oh. Which we did we did get on that. For your first was, visit, that's a worthy trade-off because you'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll probably be back this summer. I... <laughs> Well, because long story short, my mom is jealous that I got this trip and she's like itching to go, but mm-hmm. she wants to do SeaWorld and Busch Gardens. I'm like, you're going to fly down there and you're not going to do Velocicoaster. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So anyways. Scratch um, your, scratch them in on your calendar uh, to stay at the, the Kyle's I'm Resort. I'm bringing my mom to <laughs> Kyle's Resort. I don't, I'm going to have to get out the guest book and we might be able to squeeze you in, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> we'll be getting a hotel this time around. Um, not anything. In, no offense to you. I just I don't think you want my mother staying there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we hustled over to Velocicoaster and we got on it, and it, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, the, the the lights on the train at night are super mm-hmm. cool. The I think the theming wasn't as great on the ride at night because you can't see the Raptors like jumping at you because it's dark, but. It's a great night ride, so who cares? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, let me just yeah, talk like like the 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 Heartline roll. Hello, it's insane. Oh, it, you know, as Justin always says on Maverick, touch the water. Well, I, I feel like I could touch the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you feel it's, invincible, it's, and you're like, I'm gonna try to touch the water, and you you're not yeah. even close. But yeah, so yeah, Universal that was that. Um, and then like so fun spot was supposed to be that night and we were even thinking we were going to hit both of them because we ended up leaving we were out of universal's islands of adventure and we could have been in the parking lot by like 10 25 but you guys were at the race yeah you had to wait the for race us was the longest race of all all time we i were think stuck actually in daytona traffic with one hundred and ten thousand people all trying to leave at once yeah through so a little tiny little area yeah, so you guys didn't get there to pick us up till 1130. It's like, we're not going to buy an Uber just to get the fun spot. Yeah. So that didn't happen. We were so, so exhausted. On the ride home, I was just zoned out. Like, Karsten, <laughs> you were trying to talk to me, and I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we rode Kong. Yeah, it was great. Huh? Like, it was oh, there's great. a car there. <laughs> Everything's all blurred. Oh, hey, look, yeah. we're back at Kyle's. Okay, good night. <laughs> it was, yeah, I died that night. So then next day was unfortunately time to go home, but we did go to SeaWorld very quickly in the morning. Um, and SeaWorld kind of, we didn't attack it right. We should have gone straight to Icebreaker. We didn't. Um, I think Justin we said Manta. that, even though he doesn't know, whole, know, know a whole lot about SeaWorld, he said, you probably yeah. want to hit Icebreaker first. <laughs> yeah. Well, our thinking was we were going to go to Manta while the line was short because we knew it was going to get a long line later. We waited about 15 minutes in the stupid ride broke down mm. so that was probably so if you count the walk to the ride and then the sub- sub- subsequent yeah. walk to mako that was 20 25 minutes of being at SeaWorld that we gained nothing <laughs> so it was we hustled to mako walked right on it fantastic great bnm hyper what else can be said then we went and cr- road crack and walked right on it great ride then we rode journey to atlantis that was like a 30 minute wait but fun you mm-hmm. to ride it. Then we went and rode make Manta, probably 15 minute wait. Um, that's definitely my favorite flying coaster and my favorite at the park. Um, that that's a good blew one. Me away. That, that was a good absolutely one. Absolutely blew, and that was Maya's first flying coaster. Blew her away. Um, it's cool what yeah, they do it, at the end when you get close to the water. The water and the waterfalls, and it's mm-hmm. such a good ride. Such a good ride. It's so smooth, like. 
I like the Superman flyers, but this just blows them out of the water. Yeah, it, the Superman flyers is like, you know. Yeah, it's they're 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 a little bumpy, and this one mm-hmm. isn't. And, but so, anyways, our Uber was. I don't remember what time our Uber was supposed to pick us up, um, but we got the Uber to pick Uber Uber to pick us up like very early because we were worried about TSA. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, we didn't have time to eat there. We didn't have time to go through any of the animal attractions, like literally any of them. We wanted to see the penguins. We wanted to, you know, at least do something. So you literally and just we did get... the coasters and left. We didn't even do all of them. We didn't even see Icebreaker. Really? We didn't even go that because it was our Uber. When we got off of Manta, we had about 20 minutes before the Uber got there. And oh. Icebreaker was posting like a 55-minute wait. Yeah. So remember when you and and this is at no way like throwing shade at you because this is just how the trip had to be. But remember when you first told us your idea this trip and we said three days and you're doing all that you're fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand why we said that now? Yeah, I do. (laughs) And I, I didn't. I believed it, but I didn't want to believe it. You know what I mean? Um, You're like, oh, I'm effing. Like, it'll be fine. You know. It wasn't even that. Like, I. I I was genuinely happy just dipping my toes in the water. Yeah. Like Universal, we probably only wrote half the attractions, and I feel super happy with what we did. Yeah, and like, I feel, and I feel like Universal, like you got to experience a lot of the shows. You got to experience Born. The Born's the Born show is really good. Literally, barely walked past that building. And you know? I mean, you you experience like everything else. You just kind of like just just have yourself it's almost like taking a bath and you just like soak it yeah. all in so and it's just so awful. to that point though you know going into the trip i didn't know like okay this is definitely going to be a it's a buffet take a little yep. everything yeah so but missing icebreaker was kind of brutal um we didn't even so from mako to the front of the park that whole like if mako's noon and the front of the park is 6 p.m we didn't that whole noon to six o'clock half of the park we didn't even walk over which kind of sucked. Yeah. So you missed the giant stadium for Shamu and you know the killer whales see it from from a couple of the rides, but yeah. So, but as and this was kind of the theme of the trip, with missing the fun spots, with missing a few rides at Universal, with missing Icebreaker. It was well, we have more than enough reasons to come back. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And that's the thing I was saying too. You know, this is just how it had to be. This is the time that you had off. Yeah. And- and I, I wouldn't change anything because it was mm-hmm. except maybe going to Icebreaker first <laughs> and not writing Simpsons. That, too. That was probably <laughs> the biggest one, actually. I I could have handled not writing Icebreaker had I not written Simpsons, but it, <laughs> I wouldn't change anything for the world. And it was probably the shortest vacation of my life, but one of the best. Um, And as it turns out, we get to the airport and I think TSA, the only time I waited in a shorter TSA line was when I was at Dayton at nine o'clock at night to come out to Florida. So that's, uh, so you're saying the line was really, was really long, severely overstated. So, so oh, no, he's saying it was that. really short. I, okay. Yeah, it was, su- it was super. Did you short. go to that awesome, cool Starbucks? That's never busy right before TSA. No, <laughs> you know, Justin, our- we did go through all three of the, we went to the SeaWorld store. We went to the universal store. We went to the Disney store, saw all the same souvenirs that we saw in the parks. Um, I got to the airport really, really early with Justin when I left from that trip, and I got to go to Concourse C. <laughs> That's insane how big that thing is. 
<laughs> you got to yes, take a, no. a giant shuttle before security, um, before you go through security, and you can like check out that. And it's just like it's like a huge Taj Mahal. It's massive. Hmm. So, anybody have um, any time to kill or something? Go to check out Cos, <laughs> check out uh, Concourse C, before security. Before you go security. Yeah. So but that so, was kind of a whirlwind of your Florida trip. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts for us? Well, I real quick with the airport, I was going to say that if we knew the TSA line was going to be that short, probably would have went and ridden icebreaker. But yeah, but it also is what it is. <laughs> I was going to say if I would have known if I like if a lot, like more than half the times if I would know the TSA line would be super short when I go super early in the morning, I'd sleep for another hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You so, know what though, with how te- with how temperamental MCO is, if you would have done icebreaker, the security line would have been three hours. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it whirlwind of a trip, like you said, but and I'm still exhausted from it, and my bank account still hates me. But it was <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Like just, yeah, Universal is just mind blowing. And again, I do have some gripes with it. Simpsons, rinse and repeat dark rides, but Velocicoaster, just the theming everywhere. It doesn't even matter what the theming the theme was. It was just it was just fantastic. And definitely coming back for horror nights at the very least if I don't come back in the summer. So Yep. Nice. That yeah. was my trip. So then um the couple days after that then, uh, obviously the day that you were at Universal, you touched on that Karsten, Justin, Dean, and myself went to the uh, Daytona 500. Um, mm-hmm. And then two days after that... Uh, Which, really, really quick, mm-hmm. anybody ever think... Uh, is, is everyone, if anyone has ever thought about doing like a NASCAR race or doing the Daytona 500, freaking do it. it. It was so freaking cool. Like, we paid off, I think, like $95 for like um like like uh pit access or something or whatever and we were able like before race we were able to go to, on the actual racetrack write our names down um like yep. see a bunch of drivers i saw myself on fox like screaming and being like an idiot and stuff and everything like it was really really cool so mm-hmm. uh daytona 500 if it's on someone's bucket list definitely check it out and definitely do it so yeah and then we kind of we killed one of There's your sports talk for the whole podcast yeah <laughs> And then a couple days after that, we killed one of your white whales because, you know, obviously you're no stranger to Central Florida theme parks, but you are a stranger to the mouse and he got to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely met the uh, (laughs) met met Mickey Mouse for sure. Like gun, I'd say guns a blazing. I'm not going to have a crazy detailed um, uh, list like Evan did. But, you know, I got to go. I got to go check out Epcot, you know. Uh, for I, I've never been in Disney property. I mean, I think I might maybe when I was like five, but I really don't count that as like being at Disney because mm-hmm. I don't remember any of that. Um, but I got I to see Epcot. I, and I don't even count that. <laughs> I got I got to see Epcot and the giant ball and everything. And you saw my reaction, Kyle. I'm like, whoa, that's <laughs> awesome. I always thought it was like a giant golf ball. I had no idea there was a ride inside that. Like I literally know nothing about. Like I'm starting to like. Uh, since the trip or whatever, I, I joined a few group pages and a group Facebook pages and stuff or whatever, just to like, kind of like get into it. Cause I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to buy a season pass. Cause it was, it's fun. It really is adaptive and the theming is really cool. I liked Epcot cause it was very spacey themed mm-hmm. and like very, it felt like a giant Magnum XL 200 station one mm-hmm. walking around the front entrance. Like it, that's the kind of vibe I got from it. 
Um, and then we but started, then we started. Please don't compare Disney theming to Cedar Point. <laughs> we well, we started the off like sorry, Cedar nature, Point, but yeah, yeah. No, di- no, Disney knocks it out. The, of the vibe party. was the same. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we started him off nice and strong with Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Holy the other Chris Pratt ride. Wow. <laughs> okay, so um, I I've not I haven't watched any POVs. That's the one thing that I don't do. Neither is, I so don't spoil anything. I don't watch any POVs. I don't watch anything. Um, without spoiling it, oh my gosh, it feels like you're you're like literally like flying through space. I don't know how they did it. Um, I, I I'm not exactly sure all the ins and outs and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I got to write it one time. You said we got like a super like I, I get they have how many songs that they yeah. Play, Kyle? So real quick, um, Evan, this is not spoiling it, but the ride does feature onboard audio. And kind of in the same <laughs> sense of kind of in the same sense of Verbolton, where you can get the different sequences and they they yeah, they yeah, come yeah, out yeah. to different like screens and show elements and stuff. There are six yeah, songs like that you can get. And... Yeah, so there are six songs you can get on Cosmic Rewind, and it's completely random every time you get it. Uh, September, Disco Inferno, Conga, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Iran, or One Way or Another. Six songs, you'll get one of those on your ride. Um, the rarest and hardest song to get is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears, and that is the song that Carson and Justin got for their first ride. <laughs> of course. Of course, that's what happened. Right, yeah. Well, take me to the casino because you, you win a lot of money as well because I'm, I'm, I've been told I'm good luck, so... <laughs> oh, man, I'm... I, yeah, so we got to do that song, and it was just like everything just the way that it flowed and I'm like I don't feel like I'm on a coaster I felt like I was traveling through whatever time zone and time yeah. warp or whatever and I'm like oh wow look we're, we're back on earth I was like whoa it is one but of the I, smoothest coasters in existence yeah yeah I've heard that a few times best best coaster at I've Disney always, I, I, so far I, I keep hearing that that is like the best coaster experience maybe not the best coaster yeah like, like but the best experience Experience. If we're going to rip Guardians of the Galaxy out of its box and just place it in a parking lot next to like Magnum or Millennium Force, like it doesn't stack up to that. But just yeah. the whole experience of the show the scenes whole and the sets and the songs and the fact that the different songs correlate to different dialogue and show scenes, it's just, it's so well done. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But then uh, we did a little bit more um, about, um, you know, Epcot. We were, I was able to do, uh, uh, what was it? The living, the the living so, with the land. Yep, the that living was with co- the a land. A cool little ride. boat ride. Also, I was gonna say, Evan, that. you were talking about how you know Universal kind of like is kind of rinse and repeat with their their um, dark attractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney's kind of the same way, only with their boat attractions. Yeah, like, Disney has a lot of boat attractions. <laughs> I think I went on like four or five different attractions and they were all little slow boat rides through everything. Like they're really good. little snake river expeditions. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, you're like, oh, cool. And I'm like, oh, wow. So that was cool. That's it, how it, a fruit is made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool to see like how, you know, everything um, or whatever. I also got to knock um, this off my bucket list for sure. I've been thinking about this for, you know, since it got built, but I got to do Mission Space. Yep. Uh, Justin, unfortunately, decided to tap out on that one because he was a little afraid of the intense so, version. 
Yeah, question. Do they still do like the less intense and yes, the more intense they do. version? Yeah, so, yeah. so orange, when I was there in Orange side is more intense. I did the less in- intense on. So that's green side. And I don't remember it at all. <laughs> but this this was really cool. So like you literally get kind of like get in a capsule and it feel and you could totally feel it like with your body, but it's like swinging you around like really fast. It's almost like wick um uh what is it? Um at Cedar Point they used to have it. Wow. What are you Witch's trying to wheel. think of? Oh, That's it. Yeah. Witch's wheel. That's kind of like what you get on, but you're like obviously in a cl- enclosed center and they like close you in and you feel like you're flying. You're supposed to simulate really like a blast off and stuff and everything. Like that was the kind of forces I was feeling. Um, and that was intense for a little bit and then it went away and we were walking on Mars and doing all kinds so, of stuff. And then was the it really ended. as intense as people say it is? I'd say so. I'd Evan, say so. Like, I, I have, heard. They have barf bags. The there, way so. that I can describe Jeez. this to you that you'll probably understand what it's like is imagine sitting on a forbidden journey bench. Okay. It's like that type of like closed quarters. <laughs> yeah. 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 The bench is completely enclosed. Like it's, it's you're mm-hmm. inside of a box and then directly in front of you is a screen and mm-hmm. the whole thing spins like a rotor. Like, you know, you're stuck to the wall. So it's not like a. I don't like that. It's not. See, people, you tell people that and they're like, oh my God, I, I'd throw up. And it's not like. You don't have any sense of where you're going because you're in a box. So you don't feel spinning. But you're, you're spinning so fast that it's not like a butterfly stomach spinning motion. It's like a intense G force pushing down on you motion. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't do spinny rides all that much. And this doesn't affect me at all. It's not like. It's, okay. it's a different sensation. It was. I just, I just remember, like when that ride. I don't know if it was new or what, but like all those old Travel Channel shows. That, this ride is three hundred and sixty-four feet. You know. Yeah. The, their big thing with Mission Space was everybody pukes after it. And <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, it, it was cool. It was really cool. Okay. And then, like I said, I'll, we. I'll do it. We landed on the on on Mars, and then they opened up the ride vehicle, and they're like, "All right, exit to the left." I'm like, "Well." I'm like, Kyle, how are we going to get back to Earth? So <laughs> the whole day I was trying to figure out how to get back to Earth, and no one really helped <laughs> You're me, just, so. like, walking through Magic Kingdom, like, is Magic Kingdom's on Mars? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then we did, yeah. um, and then we did Test we Track. Did, we did, uh, yeah, we did okay, Test Track. Did that test was track. really cool. That was really, really cool. We got to, co- uh, what's really cool is, like, you get to build your vehicle beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, I only wrote it when it was the old version. And I got like to GM like test plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got to design my vehicle and I came in first, which was really cool out of everybody on on the train. Or I, sh- I guess I, 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 I guess I should say I tied the kid in front, but we're calling it first first. So we yeah, both had yeah. first place. Um, that was really cool. Weekend, so. We got to see I got to see the this the Finding Nemo ride, which is kind of weird because Justin wanted to ride it because he wanted <laughs> to see the aquarium. So that's what we did there. That was kind of meh. <laughs> what a right? Dork. Yeah. You know, so it's that was, I think that was that was it for Epcot, right? And then we got on the the what did we get on the Sky yeah, Cabins? Yeah. So after that, we got on the Skyliner, which is um Evan, it's like um Skyride. Sky it's like Skyride yeah. at Cedar Point except it takes you from one park to another. And it's very fast and very intense and like Literally, the gondola, like, you'll see the next gondola coming at you, and it's coming at you at, like, I don't know, 20 miles an hour, and it's literally, like, slows down, like, within, like, hand distance. Like, um, it's it's that close. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so we got to do that. I got to do um, Mickey's Runaway. 
or yep, Mickey um, and Minnie's Runaway. Yep, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That so, was cool. That was I really cool. say because you you mentioned how in awe you were yes. of everything. Yes. So disclaimer: Disney lets you film on rides. Um, I got a video of Karsten on that ride, <laughs> and I just see <laughs> just. Him looking around, and I swear to God, it looked like a little kid in a candy store. Yeah, I was. There was so much to look yeah. at. Yeah, there was. There was. There was, so, there was so so much to look at. It was so much fun. It was. Like, it was. I cannot believe it was honestly like wholesome. <laughs> how just genuinely just in awe of everything around you. You were. Yeah, it was really no, funny. That was cool. So I don't want to spoil anything, but that that mm-hmm. ride blew me out of the like out of the water. Like with the way that like. Uh, we start. You start as like actual, like looking like, oh, cool, it's on a train, like it's on, it's on a track, and then all of a sudden, like three seconds later, we go in a dark scene, and it's like, whoa, where'd the front go? And everybody's gone, and everybody's doing this, and we're doing a dance and doing all kinds of things. Like it was crazy. Mm. Um, and then we needed to uh to kill some time, so we got to see the Muppets uh, Vision, the 3D show. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. That was cool. Okay. I liked it. It was cool, little cheesy, but you know, everybody likes the Muppets, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and then we got to wait ever in a day. Oh my gosh! Because the one side of of the Star Wars, uh, what Rise of the Resistance? Yeah. Was so Rise broken. of the Re- Rise of the Resistance has mm. an ungodly capacity, like three thousand people an hour. Um, okay. It had gone down for a couple hours in the day, and when it came back up, it was only running one side. So like, there's two sides to it, and it was only running one. So right are there, they different are they the same ride? Like, are they just two completely different show buildings? Like, it's it's not. So essentially, it's kind of like a dual load station, right? Except it's not really stations. One side of the ride has like ten little stations, and then another side of the ride has like ten other little stations. And okay, this is just so far out of my scope. Yeah, that I can't even so anyway, picture it. Anyway, rides running at half capacity. And then yeah, so we we waited a long time. Yeah. So they have their um, lightning lane oh. thing, right? So the ride's closed, and then all of a sudden you're three hours behind on the lightning lane, which gives you a very specific mm. time to get in line. So then you got to accommodate them, and it was just it was it was crazy. Um, it was. It's like they were – I got to see the one time like in part of the line you could see where they were letting in people in from Lightning Lane. They probably let in I'd say at least 150 people at Lightning Lane and then they took a group of five from the regular line. Like that's how bad it was. Yeah. Because they were just so backed up and messed up. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. We, so we had a Lightning Lane to ride it later in the night but I saw people like kind of gathering over by the entrance and I'm like, hey, everybody, come over here. Like just be cool, be cool. And then – they like dropped the rope and I just like grabbed everybody by the neck and like ripped them into line. Um, so, but because they were so backed up, we did end up waiting about an hour and a half. Yeah. But I mean, wow. it was, it was, it was cool. It was worth the wait. Like you could see like all, like it's crazy, crazy, crazy themed. You felt like you were literally on the star Wars set yeah. or in I mean, star Wars. Itself. Anybody who's remotely in the theme parks has seen yes. the, you know, the, the stormtrooper scene. Oh my gosh. I got to take pictures with the stormtroopers. I was like, Oh my gosh, it was so freaking cool. Um, the ride. Oh my gosh. Top notch. I loved it. It was good. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but really, 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 really good. And then that also one ride. I actually have watched a POV of because I, just I was just saying also, what's really cool is like the, the cast members, like, 
or the Dark Order, right? Yeah, they're, they're sure. jerks, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're jerks, yeah, jerks. yeah. So they're like, they're like, get, get over right. there right now. And then people like have their phones out and they're like taking pictures or selfies. They're like, put your phone away. This isn't yeah. a good. This isn't a good time. And I'm like, I'm Whoa. sure the Karen. I, I can't believe they still do that because I'm sure Karen's like, oh my god, he's so. Oh mean. my gosh, it adds so much to it though because it's I'm like, sure. okay, but then it's like, like she's like constricted too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was creepy and weird. Yeah. It was really cool. So, and then we got to see all of Star Wars land. Holy crap. I think Justin was about to buy a star uh, a lightsaber that was like $300 or something. But there's like a lightsaber bar that you can like hold all, all kinds of different lightsabers, like metal ones and how heavy they are and for all the like characters. You can make your own stuff. or something. You can make your own. So, we, me and Kyle, we had the blue milk, which was cool, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, um milk, but it's blue. It, it was like coconut, right? It's not coconut? actually milk. It's it's from the movies. If you've ever seen the movies, it's like rice water and like coconut. It sounds gross, but it's good. It's not bad. Okay. It was all right. Yeah, it was is a little pricey. Or is it... You can get an alcoholic drink. Yeah, yeah. you can. You can get it alcoholic, but by default, it comes non-alcoholic. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then after after we got to see all that stuff and everything, um, we had one um opportunity to ride, um. Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Ride. That is one ride I specifically remember. Oh my gosh. I've I've never like I've, I've never seen any POV, so I don't know what to expect. Lauren's telling me she's like, Yeah, she's like, it's gonna be really, really great. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna love it. I'm like, okay. I literally get into this and into this and they're like, Okay, here's the seatbelt. I'm like, okay, well, where's the lap bar seat or uh, shoulder <laughs> harness or nothing? Nope. They're like, Nope, that's it. And I like pull on you the seatbelt. I'm little like little things on the side to hold on to. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I pull on the seatbelt, and I'm like, well, this has a lot of give. I'm like, what is <laughs> going? Okay, cool, interesting. So I'm not holding on because I'm like, uh, I mean, whatever. So it's, I'm it's like, we go up, yeah. and then all of a sudden we just drop, and I'm like, what? And I start giggling profusely, and Kyle and, and, and everybody are all looking at me like, oh look at him, it's his first time, you know. And I'm just going up and down. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. Ride. If anybody and has like any opportunity, the, it's so much fun. Yeah. And like you said with the cast members, you know, they're, they're it's Twilight Zone and they're all weird and creepy. Yeah. Ooh, welcome to our hotel. Ooh. You yep. know. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's cool. And ride. then uh, and then we had I think like an hour or so, maybe a little bit more than an hour, um, to go check out Magic Kingdom. So we got to do three out of the four parks. Obviously, I was kind of like what you, Evan, did, like dipping the toe in and going to the buffet yeah. and checking some things out, whatever. I mean, but like you didn't get to do any of Toy Story. You didn't get to right. do um, Soarin'. You didn't. I don't yep. know what you did at, at Magic yep. Kingdom. Yeah, but... he, he missed a lot, but he also did a lot. I yeah. did some pretty marquee attractions. Like I was able yeah. to do. Um, I was able to do Haunted Mansion. That was cool. That was pretty good. I was, you know, going through all everything and whatever. It was it wasn't really what I was expecting. I didn't realize it was going to be like a, like the, the conga of of all the all the gondolas kind of thing. It was almost mm -hmm. reminding me of of ne Finding Nemo because that's exactly the kind of ride system they had Nemo, kind of thing. Remember. Yeah, so that um, kind of ride system, that kind of ride system is called an Omni Mover. Okay, okay, which just means it continuously moves, right? And then we got to go through the castle. Freaking awesome. Took some really, really cool pictures of that. And then I made a mistake of taking one picture. And then I put my phone away. And then there's like four or five different groups that were like, hey, can you take my picture? Because I was by myself because you guys went to go get some food. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So I got stuck being... <laughs> 
Kyle, <laughs> like when he went to Cedar Point, taking pictures in front of the castle for people and stuff. Oh yeah, when I and worked then... at Cedar Point, and I would just get stuck <laughs> at the 150 sign. <laughs> yep, yep. And then, uh, and then we finished it off with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which I thought was going to be like I don't know, like a 3D or 4D simulator ride, like kind of like Spider Man or whatever. Like in my head, nope, it was exactly like the Land of the Living or whatever. I'm sorry if I butched butched that. <laughs> Um, but literally, it was like the little boat ride, and I'm like, oh, cool. But wow, was the animatronics? The I felt like there was literally like they were real people, or like and those are their whatever. older ones too. Yeah, and then I'm like looking up, and I'm like, oh wow, you can see like the sky in the building and stuff. And I'm like, oh look, guys, I'm like we're outside. You look, the clouds are moving a little, and they're like, we're not, like, we're not outside. On, like, oh, so <laughs> yeah, he actually all, he Disney actually did ask at one point if we up. were outside. I did. Yeah, I did. I did. But I two it. thumbs up. It was really cool. Um, the food was um every all the food and stuff and everything that we got was really cool. Uh I don't mm. I don't know. I, I still I still think King's Island on the food as as like food like mm. pyramid is like top and then that's true. I would that's, also that's say valid. Cedar Point as well. And then mm. you know, kind of Bush and SeaWorld and mm-hmm. then Universal. Yeah, I thought Universal's food we, we ate at the Terrace Cafe. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called in Jurassic World? Yeah, um, and we had. Um, I didn't have like the heart to tell you. Chicken. I didn't have the heart to tell you, but that was just not a good choice on your part. Really? <laughs> no. Well, we thought it was good. The potato they came with like potatoes and corn. That was super good, and the chicken was fine. That's um, okay. I want to point out the mobile ordering thing at Universal. What a, and this is your guys's recommendation. Oh my god, does that work well? Like, did you do it? Yeah, we did nice. it for Terrace Cafe, and I think. If we had gotten in line for the food when we got there, it probably took us the same amount of time to like sit down, get our food, eat our food, digest it, and leave as it did as somebody who got in line as we got there. So that was awesome. So another Good. big score on the recommendations from you guys. Good stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Terrace Cafe. It was good. It was fine. Yeah. But yeah. So the thing with like Disney and Universal food is like for the most part, when you go to Cedar Point or Kings Island, wherever you eat, the food is like good. Um, mm-hmm. th- the same cannot be said about Disney and Universal. They have some options that are phenomenal, and they have some yep. that are just not good. It just depends. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, I think I think Cedar Point and Kings Island definitely went for like quick service, like restaurant, like food, and and like having high, high, high like standards for that. Because you said that you can we can get like really good food at Disney, but we have to like make reservations and the whole nine right. yards, do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think with Universal, you it, instead of the goal is you don't eat in the park. You go out the city walk and just the way yeah. that our day was going, that wasn't in the cards. So yeah, it was, no, it was, it was cool. Definitely two thumbs up to Disney it was freaking awesome. Can't wait to go back. Yeah. Can't wait to ride and kind of immerse myself and, and go mm-hmm. and, and stay there a lot longer and do a lot of things, but it was yeah. really fun in the spirit of new and exciting experiences too. I actually have something to talk about pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I got to do Tron light cycle run at the magic kingdom. Ooh. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to find my notes here. Um, So I'm going to stall a little bit until maybe I can find them or maybe I can't. But um, Tron Light Cycle Run has, it was announced like five years ago and then just crazy construction (laughs) delays and a pandemic and just everything just kept this ride from opening. Um, So I got, I believe I was going to say, I believe universal, um, uh, got rid of the land for uh, in, like over in Jurassic Park. Um, announced they were building a new ride, 
built the whole ride <laughs> and, <laughs> and opened, opened it. the ride and then they still are not done with tron but they're Before finally tron about to even have an opening day set <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. we're built but yeah yeah so universal universal was able to plan manufacture and build and open Velocicoaster and Hagrid's in the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You can't even blame the pandemic on that one. It was, yeah, a, it, it was, was a problem just, from the start. Yeah. Just a problem from the start. Um, visually the ride is stunning. Uh, you have to ride it at night. Like just visually mm. with all of like everything inside it's, it, it feels like you're on an acid trip and I love it. It's so cool. <laughs> um, the launch kicks it is one of the most intense coaster launches i've been on really i'm really surprised at me being that it's a disney ride yeah you go zero to 60 and or like 65 or whatever in like a second and a half so you're just like oh like thrown back against wow so um, even more intense than velocicoasters launch mm-hmm. yeah it's would it be exciting. more intense than top though dragsters probably not no I, okay like it's not the best launch but it's very good nice okay um okay. Let's see. The bicycles, the light cycles are really cool because you feel like open and, and um, so that's really cool. Are they comfortable? They look very uncomfortable. I did not have a problem with it. I know at this point a dozen or so people that have ridden it, nobody has thought they were uncomfortable. They are a little awkward, but they're not uncomfortable. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's better than Guardians. Oh, well, I mean, it's very, very smooth. I don't think it's better than Guardians, just for the Lacoma. fact. Just for the fact that it's like short. Like it, it, it's only like a minute and five seconds ride time. It, wow, it, it's short. Like right when you think you're you're getting going, you're done. Um, and did you fit? Not not calling you fat, but did you fit in the regular, or fit, did you have to go I in fit the big... in the regular light cycle? No problem. Okay. Um, cool. The problem, the way that. I mean, I know you guys know what I look like. The way I struggle with weight is all of my weight is in my gut. I have like a beer gut almost. Um, <laughs> that is not a problem on Tron because you're locked in at your calves and your your like thighs. And okay. my calves and thighs are, are very proportionally normally sized. Um, so I did not have a problem. That's um, good. It fits super well in a Magic Kingdom. It, like, nice. It's a home run, and I think if it opened before Guardians did, I would be like ranting and raving about it. But yeah, the fact that Guardians opened first now, it's like, eh. yeah, Tron was kind of at a disadvantage from because of that. Yeah, it was like that people were going to be comparing it to Guardians. And yeah, it's like, can't. wow, that's really cool, and that's and so awesome. awesome, and the theming is phenomenal, and the pre-show is amazing. But I don't know if it's imagine if it opened before Velocicoaster like it was supposed to. Yeah, right. Yeah, that would have been. Um, yeah. So that's my still quick, makes me want to go ride it. That's my quick no spoiler review of uh, Tron Light Cycle Run at the Magic Kingdom. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I visually seeing videos and photos of that ride. It's just if you ever get a chance to do it, you have to do it at night. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Absolutely. Noted. Noted. Well, I think that's. Probably gonna wrap this up, but uh, yeah, I I think uh, we, we we do have um we do have a spoiler, Kyle. Uh, what's what's this uh what's this spoiler that you were showing off in the in the show notes? I'm I'm curious about a guest. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. um a guest. Y- a guest. Yeah, we might be having 
an emphasis on might, might. a <laughs> representative of a major ride manufacturer on the show to interview in the near future. Um, we've been in talks with them and they are interested. It's, it's something yeah. that might happen. Uh, if it gets actually confirmed, we'll be sure to let you all know, but we'll leave it at yeah. a representative of a major coaster manufacturer. Yeah. 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 And um, we were really excited. Yeah. It's, it's, it won't be next week's show. It'll, it'll be a little bit. So yeah, it'll be a future show for sure. Yeah, probably before the park opens, though. We'll just put it like that, and yeah, yeah it'll be a lot of fun if it works out. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. So that's our that's our um, marketing to keep you guys listening to mm-hmm. us. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. this is going to go down as our longest show on record. We're at an hour and forty five minutes. Holy nice. crap! <laughs> but there was a lot and to like, talk about. Yeah, and, like, and I really, really went on a tangent, but I was just super excited. So an hour and ten minutes of that is Evan. <laughs> I I hope people like listening to my voice because I sure don't. Hey, that's why we did all of all all the news all the news beforehand or whatever to uh, to 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 check out with Cedar Point mm. and Cedar Fair and Kings Island and Coaster right. Stock and everything, you know. So I was just a bird. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, yeah, no. Everybody. Oh, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Justin's been asking about. He's like, when? I know. When are you, when are you gonna have that update? I want to hear how. I want to hear how Evan's trip went and blah blah blah. He's like, I'm getting bored here. I'm like, well, he was so here. excited just to ask me for the five minutes I saw him. That night. <laughs> so did you ride? What did you think of? Did you did yeah. you ride this? Oh, you didn't ride that. Oh, what did you? <laughs> yeah, so between excited. between Justin and his mom, they those two always keep us in check. Yep. Yes, they do. For sure. So, but oh right. lord, <laughs> that's gonna wrap up this very long and detailed episode. But if you made it this far, we do appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, to give you all the news and updates that we can. Hopefully, in the future, we'll have that interview. But that's it for me. Yeah, that's yeah, all, guys. I, I talked enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in and. Hopefully uh, we'll have our next uh, next guest sometime soon. So, all right, yeah. that's gonna do it for us. Take it away, Justin. Thank you for listening to the Rundown on Farm. Be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date on all things Cedar Fair. As always, be kind to your ride operators, and we will see you on the Midway. Good night.